in my hometown where I live and work, I've had two cardiologists uh, that were friends of mine that died, passed away suddenly in the middle of the night, just went to sleep and never woke up. Obviously, this was a cardiac event, uh, most likely had an MI, myocardial infarction, or went into some kind of deadly heart rhythm, passed peacefully in their sleep. Now, they were both older than me, but I knew them really well. They did not work with me and my group, but we saw them at the various hospitals, at the various meetings. Um, one of them was a little bit more quiet uh, than, than the other. And the other guy was, you know, very vocal, very charismatic. You know, both of them super fantastic, nice guys. Um, but that's not the point. You know, everybody dies, obviously. But one, the point is, though, I guess this is one takeaway. As cardiologists and as physicians and, and even people that work in the medical field, nurses, you know, what have you, we're not always so good at taking care of ourselves. Um, in fact, you know, just to, to tell you how bad it is, one of my other friends who's a cardiologist that works out in the boonies sometimes where I work came up to me after the one physician died, the one cardiologist died and said, hey, Mo, uh, I got a uh, problem here. You know, what do you think I should do? I mean, two of my partners have just passed away. This one, this one was actually really close to me. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I need to do something. I know you know a lot about this. Uh, stuff, you know, way more than I do because he's he works in a slightly different cardiac field than I do. I'm kind of like the uh, general guy, does a little bit of everything, manages a lot of people's cholesterols and lipids. He's more of a, um, he was playing more of an administrative role at this point in his career, but but has come back to clinical practice a little more recently. So he was asking me, like, what do I, what did I think? And he, and then I asked him, well, you know, it comes down to LDL. What's your LDL cholesterol? He goes, you know, last time I checked, it's about 136. You know, sometimes it was 145 in the past. And he's older than me. He's probably like five to seven years older than me. I think maybe 52, 51, something like that. I don't know, somewhere in that range. And so I was like, dude, what are you doing? My LDL is like 41. And I think April B is like 44. One of them is 41, one of them is 44. I was like, you know, you should know better. I mean, you're a cardiologist. He's like, yeah, I know, but like, you know, the guidelines, I was like, dude, F the guidelines. <laughs> like what? I mean, the guidelines are there for like the general public, you know, doctors who don't know anything about cardiology to like keep the dangerous drivers off the road. Like we've always, we've always been taught or sort of maybe not been taught, but we've always thought that guidelines are just designed to help keep dangerous drivers off the road. Like if you're not a very good doctor or nurse practitioner, or PA, or whatever it is. If you're not very good at what you do, or even let's just say you're dumb. You're not a very good doctor. You're a dumb doctor. If you just follow the guidelines, like you do the bare minimum, you will protect most patients. Like most patients will be protected from your incompetence, right? Guidelines, I feel, were designed for like the lowest common denominator of doctor. If you are a doctor and the guidelines say keep patients' blood pressure, diabetics under 130 on the systolic, and you do that, you're 95 to 99% of your patients that have that problem will probably be fine. Now, obviously, there's the art of medicine too. There's the science of medicine and then there's the art of medicine. The art of medicine says you have to look at each patient individually. And I know, I know we do. I mean, even dumb doctors do. Like, I'm not saying this in a really bad way. 
Um, but I'm saying all doctors do this, but like, let's say there's this one that isn't as good or maybe is intellectually lazy, doesn't really care. Who knows? There's people like that in every field, in every field, whether it's business or whatever, there's always someone who's a bad apple, right? Let's say we're talking about that bad apple and they don't really care and they don't really know anything. They don't stay up to date. They barely read anything. And as long as they follow the guidelines, that's the lowest common denominator. As long as they follow the guidelines, you'll be fine. Now, the guidelines at this point, when me and him talked, already had said that your LDL needs to be under 100. Like All comers, LDL needs to be under 100. So the guidelines have already said that. He was in the 130 to almost 150 range as a cardiologist. And he kind of was going with the guidelines where it said up to 130 is okay, even though he was above 130. So I was like, listen care about you a lot you know the guidelines are for like you know you're a cardiologist like you should know better i mean you see in the cath lab what happens when people come in with high ldls i mean you have a high ldl and not only that he was from a ethnic background um southeast asian that has a much higher incidence and prevalence of heart disease because they have smaller arteries, more insulin resistance, more genetic components to their high cholesterol, all of that. And so you would think he would know better or at least be a little more aggressive about his own cholesterol. Like me personally, I didn't know a thing. I was like 24 years old, 25 years old. First first year in medical school, I went to the family doctor at the campus on campus my LDL is 126, and I'm like, no, I don't want to be the guy that's two points away from the upper limit of normal, the highest limit, upper limit of normal, which was 130 at the time. So I was like, no, put me on something, doc. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know if it was good or bad. Luckily, something in me just had that instinct that said, no, you got to get it down. So I started at Lepitor 10. Back then, we didn't have Crestor. And it came down significantly. I think it got to 85, and I was like, cool, 85 is good. Later, you know, life goes on, lipid, uh, Crestor comes out, what have you. I started taking five milligrams of that. And I believe I was like 75 to 80, somewhere in that range. Very low dose. I think it was just like five milligrams. But even at five milligrams, people get a huge efficacy um, from statin medications. So he and I kept talking. He explained to me how the one friend died. You know, it was his birthday. He had gone out with friends, came back home, wasn't feeling well, told his wife he's just going to sleep on the couch. Can you go upstairs and bring a blanket for me? And went to sleep on the couch because he wasn't feeling well and just never woke up. So the lesson here is please be vigilant. And especially doctors, people that work in healthcare, all of us, nurses, doctors, physicians, assistants, whoever, we need to be more vigilant about our own healthcare. So I think it's a huge problem that we have as healthcare workers. We think we're invincible. We've gone our whole lives being like, the smartest, the greatest, being told how smart we are, being celebrated for all these, you know, amazing accomplishments and great grades. I don't know, high IQ levels, you know, you know, good incomes, you know, living in a nice neighborhood, whatever, you know, you're celebrating, you're doing well, you think you're amazing, we think we're invincible, and we think nothing can touch us and everything's going to be amazing, and then, you know, we neglect our health. Like, when is the last time you've ever been to a doctor? Let's say you're listening to this and you're actually somebody who works in healthcare. When is the last time you've ever seen a doctor? Just take some time. Answer that. Probably never. Like me personally, 
I've only gone to see the allergist because I have allergies. I've gone to see the uh, dermatologist because I had acne for a while. I've gone, that's it. I've gone to a dentist because I had tooth pain, but I'm, I don't go to a family practice doctor. Um, for me, it's a little bit different because I'm a board certified in internal medicine. And for me, uh, I am an adult doctor and adult doctors, internists know a lot about adults. So I sort of check and treat myself. That's probably not the optimum way to do it, but I feel like I'm super smart and I know a lot. Um, there's probably a lot that I don't know about other things, but I know how to treat diabetes, hypertension, cholesterol better than anybody. Um, so for me, I, I probably should be seeing a family doctor too to just kind of make sure I'm covering all my bases with the stuff that I don't usually look into or care about. Like I know my LDL cholesterol is fantastically low. I know my A1C is low. My blood sugars are low. All my lipid markers, lipoprotein IR, fasting this, A1C that, like all that stuff is fantastic. I've even had my PSA checked, TSH, I don't know, all the usual stuff, CBC, CMP, all the usual markers that you would think of, I've already checked on myself and they've all been good or I'll have like my partners order it or whatever. So that stuff I know, but obviously there's a lot of other things that need to be checked and covered that they don't know. So as a cardiologist, or let's say you're, you're a cardiologist, it's even worse that your LDL cholesterol is that high and that's your exact field of practice. Like if you were a GI doctor or an orthopedic surgeon or someone in a different field, and your cholesterol was high and you didn't know and you went by the old guidelines or didn't care or your family doctor said, yeah, it's okay, it's kind of borderline, but they're going by the old guidelines or like 130 is normal and you're like 128 or you're 132 or 145. We need a paradigm shift, first of all. Over 100 is not okay. You could even argue over about 80 or 90 is not okay. Um, but that's the problem. I think we get lax. Now, for me, as a cardio cardiologist, this is my exact field of practice. For this other two cardiologists, that's their exact field of practice. They should have been checking uh, more vigilantly, more, more, more everything. Now, obviously, I don't know why or how they died. They went to sleep, never woke up. There's very few things that can cause that, and they're generally cardiac. So as cardiologists, you would think that you would be kind of on top of that. Now... Um, there's a lot of things you can do to kind of prevent some of those things, lifting weights, working out, getting your cholesterol down, eating a good diet, not drinking alcohol, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know their personal lives because I don't know what they do in their personal lives. Did they lift weights and exercise? Probably not because very few cardiologists that I know work out like maniacs and lift weights. Um, I think I'm like the only one that I know that actually does. I'm sure there's others, but I don't know them. But either way, it's definitely a sad day, and it's definitely sad because healthcare workers do not take care of themselves, and I kind of wish they would. But hope this helps. I know whatever field you're in, make sure you're on top of it, um, whether you're healthcare or not. Let's say you're in business, make sure you're, make sure, and I'm sure this happens in business too, make sure your 401k and retirement stuff and investments is good. If you're a dentist, make sure you take care of your teeth. If you're a lawyer, make sure you have your will and you have your you know, law stuff in order. If you're an accountant, make sure you're doing your, you know, accounting stuff correctly or what have you. I don't really know. 
Um, but for me personally, as a cardiologist, preventative cardiologist that doesn't want to ever have uh, problems, to me, I think it's uh, really prudent that we get on top of this. Don't ignore these things. Don't kind of just blow them off because you look or feel healthy. Um, I think that's a big, big deal. But anyways, if you like this episode, join me in my community. We talk about this stuff all day and all night. DRALO.net slash community. DRALO.net slash community. I will catch you on the other, the next episode. Peace. Peace.